once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Mexican sombrero of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the trilby of this podcast. And I'm Kevin, your extra host, and I am the foam dome of this podcast. Uh, foam dome? Yeah, that... those hats where you can put the, the beverages on the side and it has the straws going down. Oh, I thought that was just like a beer cap. Not, uh, I didn't know it had an actual brand. Well, foam. I buy the exclusively foam domes. What what's what's a Philby or a Kilby? A Trilby? A Kilbo- Kilroy. It's Kilroy kinda, was here. It's Kilroy a kind of hat. What is it what does it look like? Can is look it a it tri-cornered up. hat? No. It's kind of a private investigator, not Fedora, but similar. Oh, like the Sherlock thing? No, that would be a deer stalker. Wow. Wait. So many hats. He didn't stalk deers. Get out of here. He only stalked hounds and Baskervilles. Yeah. And sometimes pink ladies. <laughs> but was, welcome... uh, what a ladies' man, that Sherlock Holmes. Welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast, a hat appreciation podcast. <laughs> and each week here on the show, we answer questions sent in by you, the listener. Would you rather questions and versus type questions live here on the show? And this is our 20th episode. Wow. Ooh. Could... That's, that's 10 times 2. That is 20 solid hours. That's like that birthday where nothing happens that was special <laughs> or important. But we're going to break that cuz we're going to we're going to have sparklers. Except that you're not a teenager anymore. That's right, you're a We're out of our teens. We're out of our our we we've broken out of puberty. That's true. Yeah, we're out we're of our out awkward teen puberty. stage. Now we're in college and we're in our awkward 20 something. Going stage. to class. <laughs> Wearing fedoras and carrying briefcases like all those econ our, majors. Our podcast is still awkward around girl podcasts. He's trying. He's trying his hardest. But he just can't approach her and say, do you want to go to the podcast dance with me? Our only friends are still the pod racing podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because <laughs> so, girl podcasts smell different and they smell good yeah, and you worry about it. <laughs> but we did get into the podternity. Uh, with That's our, true. With our pod brothers, so <laughs> so thank you so much for helping us get this far. And without um, making you leave, let's let's go ahead and jump right into the questions. Our first question comes to us from Murph Murphy, who would like to know: soup versus salad? Go. I'm gonna go with soup because I love bread bowls. Man, bread bowls are good. No, you bread can bowls have a salad in a bread bowl. You cannot have a salad in oh, a bread bowl. I think a salad in a bread do bowl is delicious. That's yeah, called a sandwich that has no meat in it. No, because it sops up all of the delicious, delicious dressing. Yeah, it's all that, that Caesar dressing you're putting on there. I mean, now it's... hold on. If you like covered that bread bowl in like delicious seasonings and grease, and then threw it in an oven so it was a giant crouton bowl, that would be pretty sweet. But just bread, I don't think would work. No, but bread dipped in Italian. Oh, that's great. Bread, bread dipped, dipped in, in Italians. Yes. Um. Yeah, but I just feel like there's less that you can combine salads with vis-a-vis meat. You know, I mean, yeah, you can put bacon on a salad, and that's great. Um, and you can put chicken on that salad, but then when you start get like steak and salad, that's a little weird. Um, mm, I don't know about that. And pork shoulder and salad, that's getting even weirder. <laughs> You know, it's just, 
you could put all that stuff in a soup and it could be just a delicious mixture. Yeah. With a salad, your only unifying factor really, you know, is is the dressing. And that's a lot that's a lot of pressure on that dressing. Soup, you got the you got the soup stock and you know, I feel like soup stocks have a lot more strength as a unifying body to really hold all those those uh articles of and confederation in, ingredients together. Really, there's a lot more variety in soups as well. I mean, you got your bisques, your chowders, your your hearty beef and potato. I mean, there's a soup for every mood. Like, if you're like, if you want a man's meal, you go that. You, like I mentioned, the hearty beef and potato. But if, oh, if you're yeah. if you want to class it up, you go with that lobster bisque, or you know, um, I don't know, man. There's so many options. If but, you're sick, you go for the chicken noodle soup. Well, that's not, true. Let's not forget that it's soup for the soul. I mean, there's no salad for the soul. Well, there's I, no I mean, salad I when you're sick. No, either, I, you know. I I would be very open to a chicken salad for the teenage soul. I think I think that would be, I think that would be great. I think that would cut down on to, teen obesity. Yeah. Um. But if you're thinking about the the typical situation where you're asked super salad, it's at the start of a meal, and with a salad, one it goes with just it's a perfect start to just about any meal. Whereas there are some meals that you know soup just doesn't you know fit into the flow, and there's less of a chance of you becoming full before your meal gets here if you're on a salad. Sometimes if you get the like a really hearty soup, your food gets here and you're not even hungry. Well, you sound like somebody who doesn't know how to pace themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you been in eating contests gotta... before? Come on. I mean, come on. Uh, and the other thing, great thing about soup, soup you can actually combine with your main course. Like, oh, I got these toasted cheeses and this tomato soup. I can oh, mash those up so together. Good. By the you time your meal gets here, it's gonna be cold. You can't. You can't like. Oh, I have my salad and my steak. I'm just gonna mash those two together. Like I'm gonna take. Yeah, it's just. It just doesn't work. Man. Well, plus it's it's so easy to just you know go halfway on a salad and just toss out a half-hearted salad. Oh, here's some leaves, and it's <laughs> like, oh I mean, okay, I guess. You gotta your work comment at that, that soup. Your comment that the soups like. Could be too filling. That's the point. I mean, why you're paying for that salad? It should fill you up. Like it's supposed to provide you with sustenance. Yeah. But it's just leafy green nothingness. That soup is hearty, and it's it is a a well balanced part of your dinner. And I will say, if you're going to the Garden of Olives, if you're going to the old Olive Garden, and you have those those delicious breadsticks, those taste darn good dipped in a, a soup broth in the Zuppa Toscana. That's 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 delicious. Whereas breadsticks are pretty good for sopping up dressing, I, I am I'm not going to back down on this whole dressing plus, plus bread being a viable meal item. But dressing plus bread is way less healthy than dressing plus soup. Or I mean, hold on, plus, uh, dressing bread plus, plus dress- soup, bread plus soup. Oh man, just give me give me that crab bisque and a whole bunch of ranch. Oh gosh, <laughs> dressing plus bread equals dread. Uh, bread plus plus soup equals boop. boop. So I would I would rather have a boop than a than dread. A boop, Betty, Betty boop, a nice little boop on yeah. the nose. Oh yeah, give me Betty boop any day, and you know that she wants a soup. She she might have a salad herself, but she wants a man who appreciates a soup. And that's another thing that we haven't really talked about. No lady's gonna respect a man who gets salads. You got to get that no, soup. Not if you're yeah. close-minded. Also, 
Let's go to the realm of uh, comic book heroes. I don't believe there's a salad man, but there sure is a Superman. Uh, <laughs> That's terrible. So I, I think. Do you, do you have a champion to defend your salad? Because I have Superman on my side. I don't know if you can realize this through the recording, but Jordan and I are actually both at the same place right now. You can't I'm, realize that at the recording, by the way. And and I, I am can't having. See you. To, I'm well. This this we're no okay, longer dealing on. with his microphone. Yeah, if you have. I am having to fight the urge to just physically harm him <laughs> every time he makes a pun. Now. Well, and here's the thing. Salads, I think that soups are more useful than salads because when you eat a soup, that's liquid. You're also hydrating yourself. So it's like, oh, shoot, I got to I gotta get this meal on the go and I'm real thirsty. Get me that soup because salad, you got to have something to drink with it. But, You're dehydrating yourself when you eat a salad. But and I would time be that. quick to note, you have dressing to drink with it. <laughs> oh, that is the worst. That, just that 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 thousand island that, that oh, oh gross so good uh, so many islands i i did just come <laughs> up with a champion for salads though uh we have superman versus salad czar slytherin of course <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not even relevant it's none of this is, no no this all needs to stop real point real point real point real point while jordan recovers uh if you get a soup and there's something in there that you don't like like, if it's a little too oniony, or if it's got, like, mushrooms or something like that, it's real hard to eat around something in a soup. Because it all just kind of, you know, flows to your same area, and so you've got to, like, pick around it with your spoon. Whereas, if you like, if you've got peppers in your salad and you don't like peppers, boom. Just, you know, push them to the side of the plate. Not crazy about you cherry tomatoes? You know what? Tomatoes? That's why... Well, then, then you are a discerning, educated person. Get, get them out of there. Well, that's why yeah, a soup is better because it all teaches those you. Are good. Yeah, a soup is better because it it teaches you, it pushes you beyond your you know your horizons and your limits. You're like, oh man, I really don't like cherry tomatoes. Wait a minute, soup says I gotta eat it because you can't really separate stuff out. So and then you realize, oh man, I liked cherry tomatoes after all. Thanks, soup, for making me a better man and expanding all my horizons. When when Rocky was training for that championship belt, he he did need that soup to push him to the limit. Oh yeah, yeah. The, Is Rocky going to gonna eat a salad? No, Rocky's <laughs> not going to eat a salad. There's no carbs in that salad. Yeah, it's, you're gonna. It's, it's you're gonna eat lightning and crap thunder. It's not you're gonna eat salad <laughs> and crap dressing. Crap salad um, <laughs> out again. So, Kevin, your final opinion? Soup. Jordan, uh, soup, and I will also lock in for the the Zupa Toscana. Um, so Murph, next time you're you're on a date, you're on a hot date, and they ask you a super salad with confidence, you can say, "We'll both have the soup, please." You Unless can say finds that too forward and commanding, in which case, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Shouldn't be. She's not. Her food. She's not worth it. No, she's you not just, worth you it. You just met her. Um, you. <laughs> You need to take charge of that. You need to be a strong male presence for your children and your children's children. <laughs> Up next, we have a question from Emily Perper. Thank you, Emily, who wants to know, Lost versus 24. Go. Ooh, Wait, man. like, just, just those concepts? Like, would I rather be lost or would I rather have the number 24? 
I, I believe she's referencing the TV shows. Oh. A little bit of Jack this, Bauer versus Tom Sawyer. This is going to be great for me because I have not watched a single episode of either, but I have so many friends who watch them that you know I, the you know the general. I just can of the plot. Tang- the only reason I know anything about Jack Bauer is because I have I am dead set locked in a mortal battle between uh, John McClane from Die Hard versus Jack Bauer, who would save America better. So I only know enough Jack Bauer to know that he is worse than John McClane. So. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. McClane's going to crawl through those air ducts and save the president. And yippee-ki-yay-yay. <laughs> but I don't know. Lost, Lost had that, that element of mystery. You know, you're like, oh man, what's the what's the polar bear gonna do? He's gonna fall in love with with Kate. Everyone else has. <laughs> <laughs> whereas, whereas with 24, it's just a lot of beep boops and that real annoying girl on the telephone. What was her name like Chloe or Connie or something like that? And it's saying like, I have boy trouble, and it's gonna get in the way of the terrorists. <laughs> The terrorists are all boys, and I can't handle that. Um, I I just felt like whenever I watched Lost, which is uh, half an episode, um, <laughs> I just I just kept thinking. Listener, I watched the entire show. Okay, for the so first at least season. somebody did. Um, I watched half an episode, and the whole time I was just thinking, why is this not Gilligan's Island? I just wanted it to be Gilligan's Island so bad. That's the twist. That's what they reveal at the end. Oh, is it? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, the everybody. fog monster or whatever it was, that was that was the skipper. Yeah, that he was... He had just gotten too big. Well, no, the professor's uh, coconut radio overloaded and got all smoky, and then Skipper got covered in smoke and, and walked around and, you know, everybody... It was a, it was a hilarious <laughs> misunderstanding, oh, but, um, you know, I, I just John felt Locke, like... The smoke monster, too... There's that other guy and his wife, the people who like... die in a pit from a bite with spiders, and a statue missing toes all I'm... here on Hurley's Isle. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> Hurley eats everyone. Um, Let's yeah. talk about Hurley, because is there a Hurley analog counterpart in 24? There is There is nobody lovable in 24. I, I the know. The closest I, thing I you like... get is Jack Bauer and... He's he, hard to love while he's torturing people. Yeah. He's just like, hey, I have a family, but now I'm waterboarding them because they're all terrorists for some reason. Gosh, yeah. That's a that's a harsh thing. I, I don't know. I, I just, with all the names, the John Locks and the, and the Jean-Jacques Rousseau's and all this, but like, it just, it sounded like it was trying too hard. To sound yeah. smart, it was like a, it was like a guy who was really trying to impress a girl in history class, and he's just like, "Yeah, so I was reading about John Locke, and and then I was reading about Leviathan. It was all kinds of stuff, you know. It's just something I do in a weekend, you know. I just I just kind of I read things that smart people read, and that's like that's my deal. That's kind of what I do. Plus, Lost kind of had that vibe that like. Those first two seasons, man, those writers were trying real hard to get people hooked. And then, like, sometime between the second and third season, they're like, uh-oh, man, we have, like, a lot of loose plot points. <laughs> we got to really and tie this thing together. To s- we- How are we going to tie this together? Why did we have a polar bear in the first couple episodes? <laughs> Shoot, what we were shouldn't we thinking? 
How are we how are we gonna include that polar bear? Spoiler alert! Am I correct in thinking they never explain the polar bear, uh, the polar bear? They they like show a there's a weird thing where they go in a pit and it's all icy and they teleport to a snowfield and you're like oh polar bear in a desert <laughs> polar bears teleport it doesn't um, it doesn't I don't, the whole wheel of time thing uh, there was. Although I think they did the one thing that they could do when they found out that the show was getting getting canceled, and that was don't even bother trying to answer all the questions. Just kind of just kind of end it. Well, I don't think it was getting canceled. It was more that like, oh man, we got to get out before we go any further. Before we jump the shark on this thing. Yes. Before, but before see, somebody jumps over a shark on water skis. J.J. Abrams was like, uh, guys, I gotta move on to making Star Trek and Super 8 and whatever else I'm making right now, so we gotta end this this lost gotta, thing We gotta right wrap now, this thing so. up. Yeah, it's like a Friday afternoon, and they're like, okay, how do we seal all this stuff up? <laughs> Happy hours in 30 minutes. Go. Well, let's... Alright, we'll have Hurley become god of the island, because everyone loves Hurley. What else can we do? Uh, name a Weezer album after him. Yes, um, that's what we'll do. Uh, see, the problem with 24, though, is that you always run the risk of thinking that your popcorn just finished. Because there's beep, 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 beep. Your, oh, gosh, your, you were your popcorn surgery. just flatlined. Oh, gosh, your popcorn is dead. Oh, no. Which is a tragedy in itself. It is. Also, it's it's kind of unnerving knowing, you know, if I'm enjoying the episode, it's a little annoying to me to like, oh man, there's only four minutes left because that counter is telling me. It's like, why why can't I just, you know, well, here's, love this episode on my own time? Here's a greater problem with 24. When you finish that series and you're like, oh wow, you know, we went through a lot of dramatic events. Guess what? It only covered one day. You wasted like six seasons of your life on one day. I believe it's like, one day per season. I'm fairly no, sure. No, I think it's I think it's one zero. entire no. day. <laughs> no, but yeah, Even if you so, watched all six seasons of just, 24, you spent six days of your life watching it. That's no, a, you spent more point. than six days of your life watching six days. I would I would rather watch all of any other series because it covers more time than six days. Also, it's kind of cheap. I mean, I feel like I'm getting cheaped out on uh, film time because it was on... That would be the technical term, cheaped out. Yeah, it was on network uh, broadcasting, uh, so that means we had to sit through commercials. I didn't actually get one hour of, you know, Jack Bauer. I got 44 minutes plus 16 minutes of commercials. If it was on, say, HBO or Showtime, I could have gotten that full hour of the 24 hours. Well, what what they should have done. During all of that lost time... They could make another series. What happened series. during that lost time? time? Well, they had to go back. Well, yeah. They had to go back to the island. Jack Bauer had to go back to the island. No, what they should have done is they should have if... included Jack Bauer in every commercial. So it's like, oh, well, that's Wait. what he was doing. He was he was doing promotional ads for What Crest. if Jack Bauer was the one behind the island in Lost and everyone on the plane was a terrorist and that was his way of torturing them? I, I wouldn't be surprised. He he was running out of unique ways to torture people. So, wait, do they ever do they ever use an ice cream scooper? Probably for you know really large eyeballs. Um, I was just gonna say for ice cream, torture that ice cream. You see the thing the thing that really draws me into Lost more than even like the 
the mystery and stuff like that is that Lost, at least they had some moments of like lovable character interaction. Like, oh man, Jin and Hurley found a BMW full of beers and now they're going to go golfing. <laughs> that was adorable. Guy, guy barely even had a grasp on the language. Did that actually happen? Yes, basically. Oh my god. I think I may be I think I may be combining two separate events, but there's definitely a BMW beer montage and a golf outing. So I, you're not gonna find that in twenty four. I don't think you should find that anywhere. That's just silly. Is there, that's, is there that's any writers... happiness in twenty four? In in twenty four, no. They don't have enough time. That's what they cut out. That's it's what they the cut happiness. out in those extra sixteen minutes. They were like, uh Let's take this family bonding. And they're just, they're cutting they out the scenes it. where Jack Bauer is calling his kids, assuming his kids haven't been kidnapped yet. He's I was going to say, kids and saying, "Hey, Daddy's at work." <laughs> That's probably he probably just cut out the scenes where he went to the bathroom. <laughs> like, <laughs> why would yeah. anybody want to watch that? Even if even if they just filmed the door and you just, just like hear the toilet flush, like why would anybody <laughs> want to do that? Because what's sixteen times twenty four? Like approximately. <laughs> Approximately like four hundred minutes of his day are spent in the bathroom. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know what he, he eats. probably should. Uh, man, he probably should look into that medication. I mean, he is kind of getting up there in age. Well, he, he have, should. No, he, he should take fiber of his bladder anymore. That's why it took him so long to get to those terrorists. He kept having to make those pit stops. <laughs> just, just gotta go one one more time. He should take fiber. Is what he should do. That's true. Fiber gummies. He's, he's got to loosen up. That's the other thing he's wasting time doing in the bathroom. He's got to loosen up some. I yeah, mean, so come just, on. Come on, Kiefer. Just loosen up. So, Jordan, your final opinion? Come back to me. I haven't watched either of them. I need to come up <laughs> with a snap judgment real quick. I, I am a lost man. 100%. You, you are I a am, lost man. I am. You have I no idea lost. where you're going. I am lost emotionally. Uh, oh god! Physically, it's everything. I'm just I'm I'm in a sea of confusion right now. I'm I'm so sorry, Tyler. I didn't know. I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have sent you that book. Sent you that book of riddles. <laughs> How did that's true? That it's... that book with the the name Tom Riddle inside it keeps. <laughs> It's not helping at all. It just how did, makes me more confused. How did the guy hang himself when there's just a puddle of water on the floor? It was an ice cube. He <laughs> was, was standing on an ice cube. Um, <laughs> it, um, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go with 24 because I can't respect a series where a fat man and an Asian man share beer over golf. Wow, that is very close-minded of you, Kevin. Is that? Uh, Goodbye, is that all of our, our fat and Asian listeners. Especially that, that especially that her Asian couple. Jim. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I didn't and realize I that we had sumo wrestlers. Side, I will also side with 24 because Lost and 24 both went for six seasons, but 24 is going for six seasons in a movie. So that's oh, enough wow. reason to go 24. I would, I would gladly accept a, a lost movie where it's just like a buddy cop, with Hurley and Ben Linus. I think that would be the greatest thing. But Emily, thank you so much for your question. Next time you have to sit down and just power through six days of your life watching a TV show. Uh, take take this spring break to to catch up on Twenty Four. You'll be glad you did. Now. I know we have a lot of 
a lot of listeners are of the uh the the nerdy persuasion and you know we we welcome you we welcome you listener we wouldn't know anything about what you guys are dealing yeah, with who, but who, yeah who are you but what are you talking nobody nobody deserves your lunch money you deserve it don't let anybody take it yeah and so every once in a while we like to indulge in a video game question and our one for this week comes to us from CJ Zimmerman who wants to know Japanese RPGs versus massively multiplayer online RPGs. So so you you jocks and cheerleaders out there, you can just go ahead and like, I don't know, take the next ten minutes to to go to the bathroom and enjoy some twenty four. You, you and Kiefer <laughs> just just chat it up. Have some have some girl talk. And for goodness but... sake, take some fiber. It will keep you regular. But our next argument is JRPGs versus MMOs. Go. Well, Kevin, I know you uh, enjoy both varieties. Um, actually, I hate MMOs. MMOs so I, that's what I'm going to come you, out you for. Play, you play the old... You used to play the old Guild Wars with your... That's because it's free. Your bros. Yeah. That's because uh, it's RuneScape 2.0. Yeah, Heading well, down to the library to, to play on their broadband. See, but that's the thing. Like... MMOs is just like the story is laughable and it's just so thinly put together, even more so than the conclusion to Lost. And it's just like, okay, there's somebody who's real bad and he's probably a wizard or a really powerful magician, or maybe he's just got a big a sword. Dragon. I don't know, or a dragon that that loves Philly cheesesteaks. And it's just like, okay, now you need to go get some really cool armor and a and a cool sword. And it's like, well, at the end of the day. That that cool sword is not real, and neither is that armor. So it's like, oh, I got all this cool imaginary stuff. Whereas, like with an RPG, it's like, all right, here's a story that we're telling. It's completely different because everything is real and tangible, and not at all imaginary. Exactly. No, but if at least you're coming. At least you're coming away with like a story and characters, and not just you know some swag that doesn't exist. Well. Kevin, if you were, you know, a real Dungeon and Dragoner, you could make your own character. It's like you, you're not breathing enough life into your own character. You're relying on the storyteller to tell you what to do, Kevin. Why don't you be the storyteller? Kevin. So I, sh- so I should be writing. You're relying fan- on the storyteller, Kevin. So I should be Kevin. writing my own fanfic for my MMO characters? You should be writing your own life, Kevin. <laughs> what are you doing? I- you're potentially best selling, Kevin. I hope you know uh, that. I, I I tell myself that every day in the mirror. I say, your your story is a bestseller. Go out there and kick some butt. Well, guy. I'll agree. I'll agree with Kevin. You know, MMOs their their story is very thin, very thin at best. But I'd say I'd say that's a bit of a strength. Because with an MMO, you can just kind of like power through and it's gigantic. And you're like, oh, I can go to this place and the other place. And I don't have to worry about story. It's just all about me getting stronger, fighting, making friends, etc. Whereas with JRPG, you wind up with like a super long story that spans like six Blu-ray discs. And doesn't get to the interesting stuff until halfway through. And there's terrible voice acting and awful stereotyping and Tyler, I think you're thinking of living in their froze. Heaven, heaven help us if there's any at, black characters at least, in the at least JRPG. one character that you think is is a woman the whole time and then they're like, "Oh hey, I'm actually a man." That's and actually usually the villain confused. actually. 
Um, so, Tyler, I think you're actually just thinking of one game in particular. Uh, all of those things actually just described one game. So I don't know if that's really representative. Actually, of... they all. That, I I I heard Final Fantasy in every single one of those descriptions. I just heard I... Final Fantasy thirteen in all of them. So I think you can apply that to any of those Tales games: Sonic and Tales, <laughs> Tales of Symphonia, Tales Prowler of Legend. Like it's I don't know what I sometimes with those games they they just take so long to get through, and there's so many just like fetching quests. <laughs> Quests and quests. And all the quests. Right. Haven't you learned a new vocabulary? I'm... Whereas MMOs, you can just be like, "Oh, hey, I'm not even locked into like old hat uh, fantasy type stuff. I can play Super Age of Heroes, or I can play the Batman. Or I MMO. can work on increasing my knitting skill." <laughs> so. Well, here's here's my beef with with JRPGs, uh, and I. I really haven't encountered it in MMOs, so I'm gonna that's why I'm bringing it up. Uh in JRPGs, you can tend to become ridiculously, ridiculously powerful. Like you end up getting summons that like call upon a mighty giant dragon that zooms up into outer space and then shoots a giant beam of light which would easily destroy the planet and it just hits your enemy. It doesn't hurt you at all. Or maybe you fly up into outer space and land on the moon and then call it upon to smite your enemies and the moon falls onto planet earth and somehow only hits the enemy and planet earth survives or something ridiculous like that and it's like come on game i can i can willingly suspend my disbelief for a while but you're you're incurring planetary destruction just to take out one enemy it's and and you're you're expecting me to see this battlefield that we're on is completely fine except for the enemy is hurt that's unbelievable you mean amazing, right? That was that was actually the word that you wanted to say, right? It was amazing. And then there's that other attack, Court Summons, which just takes up hours of your day. That's <laughs> awful. Um, there There is that. They can be, like, a little overblown, but... Also, I... there's always that one annoying character that they force into your party for a chunk of the game, and you're just like... I love that annoying character. Yeah, you're just that like, guy's Man, great. I hate the voice actor of that character. It sounds like a Pikachu, and it looks kind of like a Pikachu, and I just don't... I want to banish it from my sight. I want to... Like, I'm forced to have this stupid Pikachu in my party instead of having... Hulky McMagnus with his giant sword and awesomeness and like, yeah, I really wish they would expand on the Hulky McMagnus franchise. <laughs> I think it could go a lot of places. <laughs> Hulky McMagnus Gaiden is just a couple steps <laughs> off, uh, off. You know, bring him to the new generation, Sega. Um, so <laughs> ta- speaking of obnoxious characters, you have to deal with plenty of obnoxious characters in JRPGs, but at least you don't have to deal with obnoxious real people. Exactly. <laughs> Because there there are a lot of tools who play MMOs who are just going to, like, you know, be like, hey, dude, join my party, and then, you know, steal all the gear. Or MMOs also run a risk of addiction. I had, I had a good, good friend in high school who wound up failing math and having to take summer school because he would skip entire days of school if he had, like, a raid with people in different time zones. <laughs> With an MMO, you wind, you run the risk of like 
completely losing track of reality with a j well uh, whereas a jrpg is going to make you interact with reality more because you just it makes you want to turn it off and go and cry in your bedroom well, not only that but stare at the sun for a while jrpgs is actually how things happen in japan like that's that's just real life so it's almost like oh, you're wow. watching a documentary so with that that so, one wait. with the the sentient dog that spoke english that was that's that's typical over there yeah that's what they do that's just this... like they love Kevin, that. you you have been to Japan. How difficult is it to avoid everyone's spiky hair? Uh, doesn't it well, don't you run the risk of having it like put out your eye? If I'd imagine with the subway system. Well, no, because you just you just use your mana points to create a force field, and then so it's like you know you that that spiky hair just bounces off of you, and even if it does hit you, you just use a potion, and then you're you're good to go. Like it just heals over that. Uh, the the abrasion that that just made to your skull. Hmm. So it's I mean it's it works pretty well. Um, and you know there's there's airships all over the place. Just pe- that's just how people get to work. Just giant massive airships. It's pretty cool. Oh wow! I didn't I didn't even think about this, but I think being being the cheap member of this podcast who doesn't have a job, I <laughs> I have to go with JRPG. Because MMOs got that monthly fee. Yeah, son. They are going to break your bank. And if you want, like, the extra expansions that come out every other month, then you ha- you got to fork over even more dollars. Whereas a JRPG, maybe it's, like, 70 hours long, but at least you're getting your money's worth. Well, oh, at, le- at least until the that. next generation of JRPGs when they start having downloadable content. That's true. <laughs> that's That's inevitable. That's coming. Um, let's, let's, so, uh, hold on. There, there's one more thing I'd like to bring up. Um, you know, I, I, I will grant you that in MMOs, you know, those PvP players that sneak up on you and then just kill you and steal all your stuff, they're soups annoying. Yeah, PP. PvP, player versus player. PBs. For those who don't know. Um, but, you know what's even more annoying? Being forced to watch some angsty, uh, annoying teenager just complain about life and somehow we're supposed to be told that this character is the savior of our universe that's true and we just have to sit through this oh i don't want to go like i i don't understand life and why is everything so hard and man i, I don't have any friends that's and, why i love uh, final fantasy 9 super optimistic uh, but super german this girl and she game. likes me and she's real annoying and i don't i don't want to deal with people i just want to go and hide in my own shell and, jordan you're yeah, thinking of the movie into the wild oh yeah you're thinking Ooh. of the movie without a paddle <laughs> um no i'm thinking of the movie without a paddle too <laughs> electric boogaloo um well, I believe we've raised plenty of points on this, uh, and I, I Wait, can see the plenty the of more, hit points. I can I can see our more discerning, cultured listeners arriving back from their their jaunt to the kitchen to make a sandwich. So why don't we take our our votes on this? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I've I, I've got to lock in with JRPGs. As many flaws as they have, there's a higher chance of finding a good one that you're only gonna need to drop like. I don't know, forty bucks on, and that's gonna fill up a bunch of your time, as opposed to being charged for time you don't even use on the MMO, or time spent grinding. Ugh, that's the worst. Like, I just feel intimidated when I go to all those MMO dances and everyone's just grinding. <laughs> Kevin, Jerpig, Jordan. Well, I guess I will 
stand up and be the voice of dissent. I will go with MMOs simply because I just feel like the quality <laughs> Simply of, because I feel like being contrarian. Oh, that's that, what I do. The quality of JRPGs has just gone down the pits lately. And, that's true. Oh, wow. Uh, Stick your pinky if, up if in the we air, were, guy. If we this were doing the quality is not what If this podcast question was asked in the 90s, I would be all over that JRPG. But if this podcast was done in the 90s, like EverQuest would probably be our only debate point for MMOs. So. And I I would be all, all all about taking a photo that someone takes of them holding a video game controller and wearing a monocle with their with their pinkies firmly thrust in the air. I'd, I'd throw that all over our podcast page. I'd make that the cover photo for a little while. So uh, so get on that, listener. Done. And, CJ, next time you have to choose between playing one of those those cash cow MMOs or a little bit of, you know, soap opera, JRPG madness, then go ahead with the JRPGs. You're you're gonna you're gonna love your choice. Just don't let that sad, sappy hero wear out your soul. For our listeners. So <laughs> he's gonna grow with you. Up next, we have a question from Anonymous on the form Ooh. spring. Ooh. Ooh. I I'm so glad you took a break from your your cyber activism Anonymous. Yeah, I was gonna make that joke. We already made it a couple of episodes ago, so I I didn't feel like Hey. Uh, welcome uh, to Ninjas hey, vs. Podcast. We love recycling a jokes. Joke re- repetition podcast. Hey, you know who my favorite Jedi is? Kaigon Jin. Uh, 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 it's the worst. You are the doesn't, worst. Doesn't get any funnier or Every, more correct. Everything about um, you is the worst. So, Anonymous would like to know who would win in a fight, Mr. T or Chuck Norris? Go. Man, I'm surprised we haven't gotten a Chuck Norris-related question before now. That's like one of the classic versus tropes. Well, it depends where it takes place. Because if it's on a plane, Mr. T won't be there. So, because he doesn't get on airplanes. No, you just have to give him a glass glass of warm milk to get him to fall asleep. And then he gets on the plane, and he's that much more enraged while he's on the plane. Oh, so you think he's more deadly on a plane? Oh, I, I, he's like a snake, honestly. As soon Wait. as you get him on that plane, his danger and and uh, cinema gold It's just pheromones uh, all over the place. Shoots through the roof. Uh, yeah, I'd say that he's... I, I pity the foo who has to fight Mr. T on a plane. And well, let's not that's... forget, Mr. T... Mr. T's got the A-team backing him up if he needs them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He's got... Faceman. The Faceman. Uh, Murdoch. Murdoch. Mad-Eye Murdoch. Uh, uh, um, Hannibal. Cigar. Hannibal. C- Hannibal, the cigar leader. Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it when I play Remember, they together. can, like... They have almost MacGyver-esque skills of, like, putting stuff together, don't they? I yeah, don't they have... They have well, they just... They've the, got... They make got vehicles the lady flip killer. over. And, yeah. They've got the comic relief. They've got the old man, and, they and they've got the, the van. And they have the B.A. Baracus, our own Mr. T. Yeah, Mr. T has a van. What does Chuck Norris have? How does he get around? Well, he doesn't, uh, you know, I, I think he probably drives a car. Oh, wow, that's that's pretty lame. I mean, he's got the, the rest of the sheriff's department from Walker, Texas Ranger, I think. Yeah, which is pretty, I mean, if you've seen the show, that's a pretty motley crew that's, you know, going to get the job done. Uh, I've never, I've never actually seen Walker Texas Ranger. I I tend to just assume that it's the Dukes of Hazard plus Kung Fu. 
Yeah, I don't even know if there's any kung fu in it. I don't know. The only the the few bits of Walker Texas Ranger that I've watched were from the Conan O'Brien uh, era <laughs> when he had the Walker Texas Ranger lever that he just pulled whenever he wanted a clip to show up, and it would be a completely random clip, and it would have no, uh, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have. Well, that's any... the, that's the thing is that Mr. T does have a great catchphrase, you know, I pity the fool, but. Chuck Norris just has so many great, you know, one-liners in, in Walker, Texas Ranger. I mean, he'll flip a guy. He'll be, you know, making out with a lady on his couch. And then a guy will come up and, you know, he's going to roundhouse kick him or something. And then Chuck Norris just flips over the couch, kills the dude, and then he's still got the lady there. Still you didn't say couch. his catchphrase. Uh, the <laughs> like catch... You said he has catchphrases, one-liners. His one-liner is flipping over a couch and killing a guy. Yes, no, that is an excellent one-liner. Is his catchphrase? Yeah, that too. Uh, point number two or three or infinity for for Mister T is what kind of bling does Norris have? He just has that ten-gallon hat. He has the bling Whereas of Mr. a humble spirit. Which is the the least expensive and least street cred building bling. Uh, But makes you underestimate him in a fight, and then ba-boom, you're dead. Also, I'm going to pull out some guilt by association, not direct guilt, but Chuck Norris was star, I think, of a film series in the 80s called Delta Force. And Delta Force just reminds me of Delta Farce, which starred Larry the Cable Guy and was sort of a uh, a mockery of our troops and humanity in general. So I know Chuck Norris isn't directly linked with Larry the Cable Guy, but it's guilty by association. Guilty by association. <laughs> he, see, that's the thing. Chuck Norris, like, what has he been in? He's been in Walker, Texas Ranger. What he else? was he was in uh, one of Bruce Lee's movies in which Bruce Lee kicked his butt. I think so it was Enter the exactly Enter the lost. Enter the Dragon, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. And Chuck Norris lost in that fight. Well, that's because Mr. nobody T... can beat Bruce Lee. Mr. See, T Mr. couldn't beat Bruce Lee either, but we're not debating that. Yeah, Mr. T hey, also lost in a fight to Sylvester Stallone. Uh, yes, he did. Rocky, he <laughs> can beat Rocky. Club Lang. Wait, he beat Rocky, right? Once and then he got beat by him later in the movie. Yeah, yeah that's but true. You can't you can't beat after a training montage. Rocky is undefeatable. Like nobody could defeat Rocky. That's a good point. Batman probably couldn't defeat Rocky. Well, after a training montage. We, th- these are all debates that we haven't we don't have time for. Um, see, the thing is, though, I think mono e mono. I th- I think Mr. T would just take him down. He just kind of get get all up in his grill. Do do some uh do some of those jabs that he learned in the Rocky movies, and then just roundhouse roundhouse punch him, give him the old haymaker, and he'd be down for the count. See, I so let's let's compare hairstyles. Uh, Mr. T has that mullet. Chuck Norris has a mullet. So <laughs> I think you said mullet twice. I yeah, think you, you meant did. Mohawk. Yeah, you I said mohawk. I meant mohawk for Mr. T. Mr. And T has a mohawk. Mr. T has a mohawk, Chuck and Chuck has Norris has an amazing mullet. Um, so I think they're pretty equal on that. They have um, both been in World of Warcraft commercials, though. They they have, and we, just, and we decided that MMOs are are, are, lesser are bad of video game. Um, well, I think I think Chuck Norris has has also cultivated, you know, not just his fists and and feet of fury, but also you know his his inner spirit. I mean, I think that he he's probably an excellent haiku maker. Um, I'm sure he does flower arranging, and who's, I feel like who's to say Mister T doesn't. Uh, well, that is true. Mr. T has gone apple picking. So, mm-hmm. 
uh, shoot, I guess that's a wash. They both, they both have you know that the finer points in life also also figured out. But I feel like Chuck Norris was in a fight with Jet Li, the greatest fighter of all time, and you mean just, Bruce Lee? Uh, Jet Li. You mean Hitmonlee? Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. No, yeah, Bruce Lee. So I, even the fact that he was just in that fight, I'm sure some of the you know the Jeet Kune Do rubbed off on him. That's a good point. I, I just have an unwavering faith in Mr. T. I was raised on the A team. He is he is a fantastic human being. He can solve any problem, and he also he also preaches great things like like having pity on people and also like. Respecting your mama and junk like that. Whereas Chuck Norris is just looking out for number one. All Chuck Norris is is some fad that people latched on to. There's nothing real all that special about him. He was in a lot of, he's in a lot of, you know, martial arts movies. You just haven't seen them. Well, if they were worthwhile, I would have. So let's go ahead and take a vote on this. I'm, I'm stuck on T. I pity the foo who doesn't pick Mr. T. Kevin? Uh, I'm going to say Chuck Norris because he was in a movie called Forced Vengeance. And <laughs> the sage wisdom that he dispensed there was never let a lady handle your piece, meaning your uh, your sidearm. Uh, uh, that is sexist on a lot of levels. Uh, so but I, I, I mean, let's I just see say why you went with him then. <laughs> I think that, you know, that's probably good advice because Chuck Norris is going to handle that gun a lot better to kill those bad guys than his love interest, whom I can't remember who it was. Mr. T has nothing but the utmost of respect for women, except for those comments he made to Rocky's wife. But that's water under the bridge. <laughs> that's, I, I don't. I think that you have to take those into account. I think those were on record. That was in a court of law. Jordan, are you going to break this tie? Yeah. Are you going to make uh, the right choice? Are you going to listen to your heart? If we crossed Chuck Norris with Mr. T, would we get Texas T? <laughs> I think Mr. T is already. Sweet tea. I think that's where they got the That's true. Topic. That's true. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Mr. T just oh. because. Yes. Just because. Just because. You know what? If a bunch of internet kids say you're awesome, it doesn't, doesn't make, make you. you awesome. Doesn't make you awesome. You gotta. You gotta. Prove you have it. to earn it, and Mr. T earned it. He did. He's been around for a long time, and he's still doing what he loves. Uh, Lone, pity Lone, Lone Wolf McQuaid, also a Chuck Norris movie. And so, Anonymous, next time you're leaving the house, treat your mother right and shut that door tight. Because you, you know that, that Mr. T and his wonderful, wonderful observations and aphorisms is all you really need in life. And also that he would beat the tar out of Chuck Norris. So, up next, we have a question from Zach Bailey. Thanks. Who wants to know, would you rather spend the rest of your life living with a super optimistic person or a super pessimistic person? Go. So either yeah. either Jordan or Tyler? Uh, yes. I, basically. Is Tyler that optimistic? Uh, oh, no, yeah. That attitude. Uh, that's he, true. He sends that's me emails true. every day that's like, hey, buddy, you're going to do it. You got this, big guy. Yeah, believe he, in yourself. He doesn't send me those emails. So. Uh, I'll have to add you to the list. <laughs> it's basically everyone but you. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Those aren't just for me? <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, I mean, oh, I thought... I'll have to subtract everyone from that list other than Kevin. Thank you. Um, Gosh. Well, see, I don't know. Both are pretty obnoxious. <laughs> Let's just throw it out there. I don't. Neither's an ideal situation. 
because you know there's there's the guy who's like well let's put it this way if you're if you've got a roommate who's like super optimistic and he's like yeah you're gonna get this job you know they'd be idiots not to give you this job like you've you've earned it you have nothing to worry about blah 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 and then you don't get the job because the economy is is not that great harry hasn't fixed it yet and that's like you're like oh wow i am heartbroken this guy is constantly getting my hopes up whereas with a pessimistic dude maybe he's like oh well i don't know something something about cost of oil and but then you you know you land that sweet internship and you're like you know what things aren't so bleak thank you eeyore thank you for living with me in this this home of sticks you And then he'll in. just be like, well, you'll be out of a job when your internship's over anyway. So. Yeah, but you've got a job, so move on out. Oh, wait, I guess it's the rest of your life. Uh, well, So wait, you would just rather hang out with a pessimistic person so you could just stick it to him every, every time something good happened? No, I'm just saying it's it's it would be easier to... It's to, lower expectations, Kevin. It's easier to... Yeah, yeah it's easier to enjoy the good in the midst of the bad than it is to, like except the bad when you're told that everything's going to be hunky dory. Also, let me let me suppose that the super pessimistic person would make a much better wingman because he's not going to steal the lady's attention away from you. That's true. He's going to he's going to keep you company and he's going to, you know, he's going to be like, "All right, you're not alone." Oh, I guess <laughs> let's try. But Actually, I don't think that really works though, Tyler. You look great by comparison. You do, but your your pessimistic wingman is going to be intolerable like, yeah. to the lady. She's just going to be like, your friend is just like being a jerk and sad all the time. And it's like, why don't you ditch him? And you can't because you guys are like, you right. have this, blood bo- this blood brother bond. Let's take right. this to another level. You are Siamese twins with this person. You are attached at the hip. And oh, you that cannot... sounds like an awful movie. Yeah, that, that sounds yes. like a movie that's already been this made. That sounds Yumi like Dupree Owen Wilson and or... Ben Stiller in, <laughs> in Blood Brothers. Blood, blood Brothers. Stuck oh. on you. That's what we're thinking of. Yeah. Matt, Matt Damon Matt and Damon who was the other one? Oh, shoot. What was and it? And Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> it was Matt it was Damon. a parent trap type situation. A lot of green screens. It was a Jack and Jill type thing. Matt Damon. It really only needed a him mirror, actually. <laughs> Matt, um, if Jack and Jill was about Siamese twins, I, I would be much more likely so to much see it. Worse. Fun fact, when I first saw the trailer for Jack and Jill, I legitimately thought that it was an SNL skit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like as, as a parody. Didn't of, we yeah. hope? I Didn't thought it was hope? like it was like, oh, here's a parody of, of films that trailer, are coming yeah. out with Adam Sandler. Right. Like, uh huh. That's funny. Oh wait, it's real. No, um, and going back to the to the wingman type scenario, and in any type you know scenario, like if you're gonna be like, oh hey hey baby, you look you look great tonight. You you look really you know smashing and and very beautiful. And then your wingman pessimist is like, yeah, but you're gonna die someday. <laughs> And then you're just you're well, gonna you look are, gross. You aren't off. You aren't off to a good start when you're saying like, "Oh, hey, girl, you look really smashing." Is that not? Is that's not how people talk? Oh shoot! I gotta I update I some lines. Oh man. Also, let's not forget. You just have to live with this person. You don't have to listen to them. You can put on some of them high quality noise canceling earbud, uh, earbud uh, headphones, and. You know, if it's because I mean, if you're ignoring him, how much more depressed can he be, can he get? Really? Yeah. If you're hanging out with Captain Pessimist and he is just bringing you down, 
you can just throw on an audio book and just, you know, he'll still be standing there talking to you and you'll just nod your head for a while and say, ever occasionally say, yep, man, this oil crisis or, uh-huh. Yeah, man, but you could do that. You could do that politics. with the optimist too. <laughs> you could do that just well, as easily. I don't think the optimist, the optimist is going to care about like little things. The He's... optimist, though, is going to be the kind of person who's so bubbly and bouncy that they're going to come over and like right, and it... pull your earbuds out and be like, "Hey, buddy." Yeah, but what let's... if the what if the pessimist? I, mean, is I feel just like the, pessimist. the optimist can run out of things to be joyful about, whereas and then oh, no. the optimist will just sit there and be quiet and you know, you know. I don't think that's going to. No, but the pessimist is going to be never ending. Like he could just keep fox news up all day long and complain about it yeah but what if the pessimist is also like just just as manic as the optimist but just the other way and he just like comes in and just shakes you and screams about how terrible life is like it's nothing's gonna work out it's all gonna be terrible love will not avail that'd be traumatizing (laughs) that's what i'm saying that would be awful i would rather be killed with you know positiveness than the negativeness. Although, Kill him with kindness. Although, on the other hand... Kill him with catness. The optimist is just going to be, like, you know, just yesing everything you do. And what if what if you're, like, legitimately making terrible life choices and you're like, oh, I'm going to buy this, this you know, 64 Pinto and I'm going to drive it around and hope it doesn't explode. Yeah, don't worry about that. Everything will work out. You won't die in a fiery ball of death. It's going to be great. Can I ask a question to to both of you? Is it is it bad that I just looked at the the careful wording of this question and to double check if can I possibly just kill either one of these people <laughs> and continue my own normal life? Uh, no. I think it's you spend the rest of your life. So unless it's like a yeah, I kamikaze type situation. Because I, I my thought was at first I was like, man, I could just kill the other person and go to prison, but then I would have peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, I could just kill the other person. Yeah. I, mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's really this. this why isn't that? Why hasn't that life been the solution would be so to most much problems? easier? I could just if only the wording everyone. allowed it, then it would be yeah, the ideal well, solution. Uh, if only we didn't have laws against killing people, then the everything would just be great. The optimistic person, I, I guess, I guess it's nice to have that encouragement around, but I don't know. I, it would just make me feel guilty all the time when I'm like, you know, I was like, you know, I just want to have a sad day. They're like, no, sun will come out tomorrow and other songs from yeah, musicals. Plus the, the, the optimist is going to ruin every single drama movie ever just by being like, like, if you're at this really emotional scene where one of the main characters is like, he just died to save his family, and the optimist is just there. Well, it's just a movie. I don't even care. You know, it's like that stuff doesn't happen in real life. Speaking like, of optimists, they would make the worst movie recommendations. Yeah. Although the pessimist would too. Yeah. So they'd be like, oh well. Well, that's the thing. If you watched a comedy with a pessimist, it would be terrible because he would just be like, "Oh man, that's a really funny joke." Yeah, but Dude. in real life, that actor has a huge drug problem, and he's really depressed all the time. Oh, I wonder where his car really is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he took public transportation, this problem wouldn't have happened, and you wouldn't have this movie. Buses are more reliable than you think, but not as reliable as human misery. <laughs> At least he isn't trapped on a bus that's forced to go at least 50 miles per hour. And then he is. Thanks, Keanu. So, 
I don't know. It's this is a really hard one to decide, but we've gotta. It's our obligation as celestial argument solvers. Well, I'm gonna pony up and side on Bubbles McOptimist and just Bubbles from the Powderpuff Girls. <laughs> Isn't that who we're talking about? Yes. It's Bubbles. Bubbles from the Powerpuff Girls, the okay. Eternal Optimist. I will uh be her uh roommate. You know, we'll we'll get through this. She's gonna be a little annoying, but at least she won't be bringing me down all the time because, you know, I'm good enough at bringing myself down. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stick with Eeyore though, because you know, like, good things are gonna happen, eh, but it's, you know, at least you'll have someone to commiserate with. You know, you can find p- plenty of other optimistic people, but it's hard. You know, it's gonna be harder to find somebody who gives you like the straight truth. I think I'm gonna have to go with the pessimist because if I really get desperate in life and I'm just like. You know what? I, I think I should probably just rob this bank. I got all the I got the floor plans and everything all laid out. And Optimus is just gonna be like, you know what? You can do anything you set your mind to. You should do it. And a pessimist is just gonna be like, you know what? It's just gonna fail like every other endeavor you've ever tried. And then I won't go to prison. So I think yeah. I think pessimism is easily the the safer of the two. Optimists. Oh yeah. Because at least you know, I mean, maybe you'll work at Seven Eleven for the rest of your life because you never pursued your dream, but you probably get free Slurpees out of that. Yeah. Hey, you know, what's more optimistic than free Slurpees? Thanks, pessimistic guy. <laughs> um, so, Zachary Bailey, thank you so much for your question. And thank you, listener, for joining us for 20 episodes. If you would like to send a question into the show, you can email us at podcast. That's VS versus no period at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook slash Ninja Versus Podcast, where we'll post uh, updates about when the show is showing up on iTunes and also extra material, uh, discussions, things like that. Love to interact with you there. Any photos you want to put up or anything like that, that's I'd, I'd love that. That'd be great. So you can find us there. You can tweet with the NVP hashtag. Or if you want to be anonymous, like good old anonymous, you can ask us questions on our form spring, formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast. Thank you to Animal Tropical, who does our fantastic intro, 20 Miles, and to Sparrows and Crows, and who does our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. And thank you to you for all of your comments, for your rates and reviews. Uh, keep those coming, but more than anything, just, you know, find someone this week and Steal one of our questions. Just take it. Be that guy at a meal who's like, hey guys, you know, which is better, super salad? Or be that guy he's on a car trip home who's like, would you rather put your grandma in a snow globe or hit your baby with a golf ball club? Like, we we are giving you these things. So take it and then be like, oh, wow, that was a great conversation. And like, yeah, there's this show called Ninjas vs. Podcast where you can listen to two guys, you three guys, three guys. Yes, there are three of us. <laughs> three guys you've never met who argue about things like this too. Plus, they did it better than we did. They did it way better than we did. So you should probably yeah. listen in. Honestly, Plus, if you want to sure. take any of our, lives, if your argument goes really well, then you will just give you the show. Also, yeah, like send us send us your resume. Nearly all of our, uh, you know, debate topics would make great pickup lines. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You want you want to hook them. Yeah. Want to hook them. 
just flex those argument muscles. Ladies uh, love it. Oh yeah. And if any of the listeners want to use the the uh, catch or the uh, pickup line, you look smashing on a lady. Do you it. look really smashing. You look, you look really, really smashing. You look. Was it real or really? You look real you look smashing. Really girl. smashing. Really you smashing. You look really smashing, girl. Well, make I sure you guys all you think know know twice that. before you tell a girl that she looks thick, because there's no good that can come of that. Why would <laughs> yeah. you do that? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Is that is that street kid language? Is that what the kids are saying that these is, days? Yeah. Like, hey, mm, girl, you, you look mm, thick. Mm, you like, look thick. Nobody's. You look like there, a. There's nothing like a, good. Like, where's the good in that? You look like a slab of jelly pork shoulder. Mm. How do I dig the compliment out of that? It's I, there is none. It's oh, not, not with that attitude. Nope. But <laughs> our final question for the show, keeping with our Ninjas versus Podcast theme, is a little abstraction for you. Ninjas versus love. Go. Um. Ninjas, because they're immune to love. They love nothing. Uh, love, because the only way they can make more ninjas is through the power of love. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to have to say say ninja, because I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. But you I would do anything for love, but I wouldn't fight a ninja. That's, that's oh, I love lyrics. that song. No, that's exactly the lyrics. No, that's gonna be a hit single. Yeah. Uh, wait, that's that's the that's the rough cut. That's the um that's the demo. Full version <laughs> coming out soon. So thank you very much for listening. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time, you thick girl. You real thick. Oh, you real thick. Uh, you yeah. like a you like a slab of concrete. Somebody Girl. smash into you and you don't budge. Girl, you like multi-class. Girl, that dress is so scandalous. I'm gonna bounce and shake our bodies. And we'll be dead when we're all done. Tired from all the fun and Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss I'm alright with that. She can protect me. Yeah, I'm going roller skates because I get protection from those roller derby ladies. Just got a just got a posse of them following me around, saying, "You want to mess with this guy? You got to mess with all of us first. And we're wearing knee pads, so try. Yeah, go ahead and try that. <laughs>